0: Hello, AfterBuzzers. We're here
1: during another AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf season five, episode four, Condition Terminal. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. Joining me, AfterBuzz TV host Courtney Tezano. Hey, everyone. Keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. And from MTV's Are You the One, Brittany Baldy. Hey, guys. What's up? You guys can follow me at Brittany Baldy on all social media. And Ryan Malady.
2: All right.
3: <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. You can keep up with me at Ryan Malady. And I'm sitting here on YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, so please hop on during the live chat and uh, talk to us. Please.
1: And our special guest this evening plays Sheriff Stalinski <laughs> on MTV's team Wolf. Please welcome Lyndon Ashby.
2: Thank
4: you for having me. you. <laughs> So, excited. so Yay. excited! Yay!
1: We're so happy that you could join us tonight. Thank you. Well, I know you. you're normally very busy fighting crime, so thank you for being <laughs> here.
4: You know, clearly I don't fight it enough, <laughs> but uh, but I do my best.
1: So I went to Comic Con and I talked to Jeff about your character, and I said what where's melissa mccall on this date and he said well we wanted to throw a curveball at the audience and send him on a date with natalie martin lydia's mom so the fact that he used curveball i'm thinking that we will get to see you with uh-huh. melissa mccall at some point but we haven't gotten to see you on a date yet what is sheriff Stolinski's ideal date
4: Yes. oh my god uh, uh, good
1: question
4: I don't know uh,
1: <laughs> what's this date that we've never gotten to are we I, going on a picnic it looks like dinner by the way you're dressed in that yeah, suit yeah I got kind of dressed
4: yeah. up nice didn't I was it jazz night
1: yeah,
5: I think, night? It's, I think if I'm, nah he's not a
4: jazz guy <laughs> are uh, you a
5: dancer where are you going no, probably not
4: a dancer we're going out we're going to go get some dinner <laughs> maybe a beer or two cocktail and then you know Fight some crime Fight crime and try and get lucky (laughs) What does any guy do on a date? Exactly. That's, about, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what
1: it is. Pretty anyway, much I was watching an interview with you and they asked if you renamed the show, what would you call it? And you said Harry High School Bite Town. <laughs> ah, <love laughs> that. Are, you still, are you still sticking with that? I'll stand by <laughs> that. I will.
4: <laughs> I will. That's well, brilliant. tonight
1: we get a look at Lydia kind of and Parrish's storyline. And I feel like Parrish has really become sort of a son to you, and you're almost protecting him at this point. And at After Buzz, we kind of aren't sure if Parrish is going to be a good guy or a bad guy. And mm-hmm. how will Sheriff Stalinsky deal with the fact that one of his deputies could be bordering moral ground?
4: Mm-hmm. I think that it's it's becoming increasingly difficult for me to blur that line anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, that you know i'm I'm like, no, you know we've done it enough, and I can't do it anymore and I think that that if someone's bad, if Parrish is a bad guy, then if he breaks the law,
1: mm, I'll do my best to uh
4: I'll do my best to arrest him or bring him to justice or whatever whatever that means.
1: I think we're definitely going to see that on yeah. the show because obviously your character is like the very moral this is the law this is this is the way it is mm-hmm. kind of guy and then we have these other characters who want to protect the town from really knowing what's going on mm-hmm. in all these supernatural creatures. How do you guys feel about that? If you're in his shoes... How do you, do you not tell them to protect them? What do you do? Oh
5: yeah, no. I like I wouldn't be telling the town. No, yeah. that would put everybody in a frenzy. No,
4: exactly. that would not be protecting anybody.
5: No,
3: <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll bring them into chaos. And I, I loved this episode. I loved what you did, Lyndon, with your character. How you just—I could see the struggle in your in your eyes when you're, you're you're looking at Tracy sitting there, and you're like, you know, we got to report this. This is a crime, mm-hmm. and you, you know that there's a there's this balance between law and order and you're trying to find the responsibility to, to you know, to maintain both of them but sometimes you can't really follow the letter of the law and the spirit of the law at the same time. Sometimes you kind of have to bend the rules you know, otherwise uh, everything falls into chaos.
5: Yeah, when the well, that, supernatural is involved <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you just
0: can't.
4: I know, but anything anything, if you bend it enough it breaks. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just uh, we're we're kind of getting. You know, I'm getting to that point where I'm asking those questions. Mm. You know, when when is too much? You know, what do you? And it is my responsibility. And you know, it's uh, it's it's a tightrope. You know, that you got to walk.
5: Mm-hmm. And this is kind of an early prediction, but I feel like you are definitely going to reach that point next episode. If Styles has been kidnapped and it's mm-hmm. probably going to be hurt, oh. I mean that's going to be some emotionally driven decisions that I think we're going to see next episode. Is
1: Sheriff Stilinski at all threatened by Donovan? Because it seemed like you were you were not you were not phased by this guy.
4: You know, I i, I there, there's a there's a there's a story there that we will find out a little bit more about. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I want good things for Donovan. Mm
1: -hmm. I think that's obvious to all of us.
4: Um, and Donovan's his own worst enemy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> As most of us yeah. are. <laughs> are you threatened by Theo at all? What do you think he's going to be doing this season?
4: Uh, not yet, but uh, <laughs> clearly he's a rotten bastard. Yeah,
0: he's like, yeah. Yeah. If you guys I'm have a I'm question... I'm glad I'm not his dad.
5: Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Honestly, or his fake dad. if he were
1: his dad, he probably wouldn't be in this position because I feel like, honestly...
4: It's Theo. I would take the hammers out of the house. There would be no hammers <laughs> allowed. Well,
1: raised by you, how could you turn out that way, right? Exactly. I mean, you're just such a great dad on the show. Oh, well, thank you. I thank feel you. like Theo, and we talked to Jeff Davis about this at Comic-Con, which we're going to throw to a clip in just a second. And I talked to Cody Christian, who plays Theo in the show, and he said, you know he does sort of just want to be accepted and have his own pack and it seems like he's going after Scott's pack Yeah, and really, but I just feel like this is just a huge miscommunication and all he really wants is for Scott to show him what it feels like to be loved and taken care Aww. of.
4: Right? No, Chris. no <laughs> Poor little Cody.
3: He's
1: just a lone wolf Theo. without a pack. And he just he just wants to feel that love of a pack behind him, the anchor, which it would be his team behind him. You know, he doesn't know how to be his own anchor yet. So it sounds like he wants to be his best friend because he's trying to come after
5: Styles. His yeah, spot, he's so. trying to
1: cause the riff. And Jeff said in episode five that's going to happen. So let's go ahead and throw to our interview with Jeff Davis at Comic Con. Nice. This is a
5: nice treat.
3: All right.
1: <laughs> So what was your inspiration this year to do the Dread Doctors?
2: Uh, we knew that we wanted to do a kind of science and supernatural mixing uh, 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 season where we, we got into experiments, our kind of Island of Dr. Moreau season. So that's partially where it came from. And also, I love the whole steampunk aesthetic. It's, the design is so gorgeous, and that was a heavy inspiration as well.
1: In the opening scene of the first episode, we see Lydia sort of as like a street fighter and she's got these amazing skills. Yeah. Are we going to get to see her develop that in part A? Uh,
2: you will see a little bit of it in part, in part A. There is a moment where she decides, uh, I need to learn how to protect myself. I need to learn how to be a fighter. So uh, we see more of it along the, along the way. It's definitely progression.
1: As far as Parrish's character goes, it seems like he could turn into something maybe evil instead of good, which is an, a lot of mystery around the season. He's
2: definitely on the sort of moral border, the, the border of right and wrong. So you'll have to see. Yeah.
1: Mm. Was there any uh, surprises this season so far in filming?
2: In filming? Uh, actually, how smoothly it went. Um, this was one of our easiest seasons to film. Uh partially because we were able to have more scripts done up front. Um, it was surprising it's always, the actors always surprised me with their performances. Um, one thing that was a nice surprise was seeing just how well Cody Christian fit in with the others. I'm so proud of him and so actually so proud of the cast for accepting him. It's an unusual thing. So, it's
5: nice. you got one more question.
2: Is the Dread Doctors the big bad
1: in A, or is there another bad, like Theo, who could be the big bad?
2: Well, you'll have to see if they're working together or not. Um, oh, but I would say you know. the Dread Doctors are, are definitely the main <laughs> villains in, in A.
1: Thanks so much, Jeff. Nice. Oh, cool. I love that. So, that Good was interview. just a small clip of all the interviews we did. That interview actually goes on about nine minutes, and we have Tyler Posey's interview. He actually eats my microphone. <laughs> <So bad>. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Cody Christian who plays Theo, telling us a little bit more about his character. So, I want to talk about he touched on Lydia's character and how something happens that causes her to want to learn how to protect herself. So, we get to see that. You know, she gets her, and then she asks um, Parrish, Parrish if he can teach her jiu-jitsu. So I guess that sort of explains her badass street fighter moves. In the beginning, yeah.
4: Yeah, I kind of thought that it could have been a better movie playing you know, a better martial arts movie playing in the background. Than oh God!
1: Mortal Kombat maybe. I mean, maybe she should really yeah. be going to share. That would
0: Stalinsky. have been. That would have been great. <laughs> that would have been. We'll For have those Johnny of you Cage who action. don't know,
1: Lyndon Ashley pal- played um, Johnny Cage in 1995's Mortal Kombat which is everybody's favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Finish
3: him! I love that. That like made my childhood, man. Yeah, yes. cool, cool. Was,
4: yeah, that was a fun one.
1: So Jeff didn't really tell me any surprises in filming, but you sort of giggled about that. Were, were there any surprises for you in filming this season?
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's always surprises. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I was just kind of giggling at Jeff um, <laughs> wow. and, it's, uh, and, and 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 how well he handles questions. Right, he's a slippery.
5: Oh, he he slippery says so.
4: perfect things. Right. And, and, uh because he's really smart, probably, and that's not my forte. A lot, uh, of the, a
1: lot of the time he would say, when people would ask him questions in the press room, he would say, well, you're going to have to wait to find out about that, but episode five is where it happens. So, like, if he didn't want to give it away, he'd give you an episode number.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. so
1: good. Giving you little nuggets to look forward to. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. He does. But Tyler Posey was saying how he, now that he's a producer on the show, he wants to be like Jeff and be able to answer any question that somebody asks him. <laughs>
3: Yeah, we, we actually have a question that oh, good. Let's be check checking on the chat. Answer. I mean it's quite uh, close to home for you. CC Freak wants to know, um, how did you enjoy doing a scene with your wife?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yo Paul no and Chain. <laughs> uh, you know, she's great, of course. Um, yeah. I think Susan's amazing. I think uh I I uh I think she's a she's a Really fine actor. I think she's a better actor than I am. Aww. Uh, Aww. See, there you Look go. at that. That's a smart answer. Watching. No, it's that's a that's a true answer. Um, wow. I think uh, I think she's great, and you know, I, I it's it's funny because it, we, when we were filming, she ran. There was a, there was a scene. She ran in, and she and they said, "Okay, go to the left of the camera this time." And there was a camera on the ground. And, like, when she ran through and ran past, I, in, I guess, in to see Lydia. And I saw her going right. And at the last second, she went, oh, shit, I'm supposed to go right or left. And she, I saw her plant her foot. She's wearing these high-heeled shoes. She's <laughs> running in this blood. And just... Oh. <gasps>
0: and she wiped
4: out? just smashes oh, wow. down oh, onto geez. the camera. And I'm like, I think I was there in about half second mm-hmm. just get getting her up and you know make sure she's okay and she was horribly embarrassed but for me I mean she hit so oh. hard oh. and and as an actress who's been doing this a while she's like she's like damn it all I'm thinking about is I'm gonna break the camera because yeah. <laughs> she's going coming straight down on the camera um, and I'm like screw the camera but Make you know, exactly. sure you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you happen to it, tell her
3: to break a leg right before? I that? did not, <laughs> oh. but she,
4: and but then everyone's like are you okay? Are you okay? And she goes, so let's just go real quick. Well, let me use this. Let me use it. Let me use it. And uh and it worked.
3: Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. Very cool.
4: But yeah, I thought she was really hurt actually. Oh, she's good though. She's she fine. good. She's oh. amazing. She's good, fine. She's good, good, good. good with it, if she would if you just said bring her I'd have brought oh, her man. oh man yes. okay we gotta get her in yes. here
1: yes. we gotta get her in here
0: yes.
3: I don't know whether to make a you swept her off her feet joke or she's oh. not for oh joke <laughs> Ryan is
1: very corny Ryan
3: is it ain't easy being cheesy oh
0: <laughs> If you want to call in and
1: ask a question that's not corny, please give us a call at 424-256-1729. We'll be taking calls from the fans. Yes. For Lyndon. Let's go ahead and jump back to the episode. So I want to talk about Parrish. And it looks like, you know, his relationship with the Nematon is perhaps, somebody tweeted me about this too, that maybe he needs to, like, feed the spirit of the Nematon by bringing them the bodies. Because we saw on the next on there's sort of that... Who's taking the bodies, and it seems like he's taking the dead bodies of the supernatural Mm -hmm. and taking them to the nematon. I I don't know. I thought
4: it was kind of a community service thing. No, no. He goes and remates him and comes back.
1: It seems like he's in like a dream state when he's doing this, though. Yeah, Yeah. 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 he's possessed. So I, I feel like even if he's bordering moral ground, it's maybe not the awake parish because even Lydia says,
5: wait, where did you go? You drifted off. For a and second then he there. lied and he didn't tell the whole, that he whole saw dream. the whole dream. Which oh. I
4: thought was crazy because guys never lie to girls. <laughs> Ever.
3: <laughs> never. Okay.
5: Of course not. Of course not.
3: We never lie.
5: But maybe, maybe I'm, I'm <laughs> like getting, getting too far ahead, but it maybe seems like. Never never, <laughs>
4: never, okay, <laughs> Ever.
5: I'll believe you when you t- give us a scope, <laughs> um. no, um, but I was thinking that Parrish was just getting more power for some reason, for and we don't know what side that he's on, so it was really scary. I'm like, oh my gosh,
4: I think I Parrish wonder. is discovering
5: right, who yeah,
4: who and what he is
1: there was mm-hmm. there was a quote that said sometimes it's better to be the bad guy. what's your take on Ooh. that? It's sometimes it's better to be the bad guy.
4: Yeah, as an actor,
1: just in the show. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It's kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of who doesn't want to play a villain in their acting career? I mm-hmm. mean, if you could, would you be the villain in the show, or would you maintain moral ground? You like no, not sure. in this show.
4: Not in, not this, in show. this show. I would. Uh, I would probably. I think Stalinsky could probably do things that are that he would regret later mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if, if you know if you push far enough or hard enough and long enough I think he can snap like anybody else oh, especially uh,
1: when it comes to styles Absolutely. so we have a and, caller and protecting on the,
4: line. the people mm-hmm. that he loves
1: absolutely Yeah. <laughs> caller what's your name where are you from do you have a question for Lyndon Ashby
4: what's up guys Hi. how are you doing today Lyndon I'm good man how you doing I'm doing good. How are you, Kristen? How are you, Courtney?
0: How are you, Britt? What's up? <laughs> Hi. What's
5: up? I think this is a fan of ours, Josh from yes,
1: Florida. Yes, I love Thanks you. Thanks for calling.
0: What's your question <laughs> for
2: Lyndon? Um, Lyndon. Um, first of all, you do you do a great job every single week. Like um, I'm telling you, like you're like the quintessential like father figure for you know everyone
4: on the cast. And you know, I just when I when I look at the videos and I see you guys all interact, like you're a really cool dude. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, I was watching Mortal Kombat yesterday on Netflix and I was like, wow, <laughs> like in the back. <laughs> right on. But, um, my question would be, um, what would you say considers most into your work ethic? My work
5: ethic? Great question. Yeah, um, like, cool. what I drives th-
4: it the I, I would think that, uh, for me, it's, it's, there's so many things that you can't control in life that, all you really can control is how you do your job. And, you know, if you you work hard and you prepare and you show up and you do it and you can put your head on the pillow at night and go, did the best I could, then that's that's it for me. And I find that, you know, people go, oh, this person's lucky or, you know, that or whatever. And, yeah, there's luck. But I've also found that the harder I work, the luckier I get.
0: Hmm.
4: and uh so i just i'm i'm a, I'm a worker bee hmm. i just i work i work a lot um that's that's me so i don't know what contributed to my work ethic Oops. probably being a being a, 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 a fuck up <laughs> when i was younger and uh and that showed me that didn't really work
1: hmm. <laughs> thanks so much for calling in josh great, great question and i'm sure we'll talk to you again in the future thank yes. you
2: no problem, guys. Have a good one. You, you too.
1: Do. So at the uh, panel at Comic-Con, somebody asked Dylan O'Brien sort of the, along the same questions in the whole panel, and they said, look, fame is sort of a byproduct. You shouldn't be concentrating on fame. If you are, you're not doing what you love, because yeah. if you're doing what you love, your craftsmanship, and you're doing that because you just love doing it. You're making videos, or you're acting on the side in small plays, or whatever. It's You shouldn't be focused on the fame. If you focus on the craft, that's just a byproduct that will
4: come later. All you can mm-hmm. focus on is doing good work. Yeah, and, absolutely. And if you do that, maybe fame will come, maybe fame won't come, whatever fame is. <laughs> uh and fame comes and goes. Right. And comes again and goes again. And and you just you just wanna work, you know, and uh and do good work and maybe do something that me you know, what I really dig about Teen Wolf. Is I'll, I'll I'll meet people and I find out how much it's touched their lives and how mm-hmm. important it is in their life in a way bigger way than we could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll have people come up to me and talk to me about stuff that that this show has done for them, what it means to them, what it you know, sort of in in really strange ways. And come on, if you can if you can do that, if you can if you can somehow touch somebody's life, if you can make somebody's life better in exactly. any way, shape, or form
5: then you've done your job bingo
4: mm-hmm. no you won the lottery yeah you know, oh that's
5: yeah. so great yeah.
1: yeah a girl at the team of panel said that Teen Wolf has helped her through a lot of tough times and taught her to be her own anchor in those tough times and that it made her be right. okay wow. so that was really sweet
2: it was oh, t- heartbreaking
1: that was beautiful heartbreaking it was oh. do well, we have another caller yeah do we still have a caller on the line Marissa caller right. what's your name where are you from do you have a question for Linda Ashby? yes hi. hi 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 what's your name where are
2: you from Natasha, I'm from Quebec, Canada. Oh,
0: wow.
2: Thanks for
1: calling, Natasha. What's your question for Lyndon?
2: Uh, I wanted to know um, which is the creature that you found the most interesting throughout all the seasons? And if you had to become a Sophia creature, which one would you like to be? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love
4: that.
1: Nice question. Great question.
2: Uh,
1: ah, boy.
4: I was, I was, you know, my, my glib answer was, was styles. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I, uh, I think that maybe like a mature canema would be incredibly interesting because I think that they grow wings.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
4: yeah. So RPG. if I could fly around, i I'd, I'd, I'd be any kind of creature that could fly around (laughs) 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 that's cool yeah
1: thank you so much for your call Natasha from Quebec
4: and I have have a wicked good tail
1: he would want a tail too (laughs)
4: you
1: You can't have have wings without a tail thanks so much for calling (laughs) thank you Natasha bye. Bye. bye Natasha so let's get back into the episode mm-hmm. and talk about the doctors a little bit. Oh. Now they were seeing how maybe the fact that their victims are buried is part of the incubation, incubation. process, which is just very frightening and reminds me of Pet Cemetery.
4: It's like a hundred year old egg. In China. <laughs> Right? Did you ever it's, eat one of those?
5: No. Why do I 100 years
4: old? I don't think it's actually 100 years old, but they they like said they bury them and they come out and they're sort of pickled and brown and, and oh. greenish and.
1: So that's what's happening here. Yes. Yes. Spoiler alert.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> For anyone that didn't
0: watch.
1: Um, so I'm actually—is Donovan a Wendigo? They keep on—they kept bringing He's, that his up. His teeth and, looks like. A windigo, and then it looked like his hand was sort of there was a windigo mm-hmm. mouth on his hand. And that then was that's so cool exactly at the end
3: when they, well, they brought yeah, up, style. Yeah, yeah, they kept bringing you, that when up when they styles, were
1: studying. Yeah. So maybe maybe I feel like that knows. was a clue. Maybe the chat can help us, let us know. Well,
3: I was, you know, they brought up this chimera,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, creature, you know, a combination of, of different species into one. Um, and I think that might be what the dread doctors are doing. These people, right? Coming up with these, this perfect. Combination. Combination. Yeah. We're talking about
5: DNA a lot too this episode, which I noticed. Mm. I think they're trying to make crazy out of the ordinary right. creatures. And then that's why they keep saying everyone else is terminal.
1: Right. So. I mean,
5: they just failed. What
1: that's if they failure. take a supernatural creature, maybe like Theo, and add to him?
5: <laughs> but they haven't yet. I know. Theo is clearly either working with them or he is their slave. I don't know.
1: They let him talk to Donovan and sort of manipulate him into telling Donovan, look, if you really want to get Sheriff Stilinski back, go after somebody he loves because physical pain is manageable and mm-hmm. emotional pain is forever. Which was like, whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great and we line. knew he was going to go for Siles. Yeah, and yeah. unfortunately you see that
4: in and the And I gotta end. tell you that that my first scene where I had to to say chimera
5: I saw your tweet right. so got it wrong
4: I'm like the chimeras
3: the chimeras and they're like
4: chimeras. they're like no that's not how pronounce it. I'm like chimera? chimera and they're like no they're like chimera and I'm like bullshit it's oh. not chimera this is chimera, chimera chimera and they're like chimera maybe but not chimera oh
2: my god. and, they're, and, they're,
4: and, 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 and Dylan's like, no, dude, it's Chimera. He's he's laughing, he's dying. He's going, he's going. Really, Chimera? And I'm like, well, look at the word. It makes it, sense to me.
5: It does. I it was does. Avoid,
1: avoiding saying it to yeah. tell you the truth. Yeah. I was going to wait till somebody else brought it up here. I chimera, the the just go with the flow. The chimera. The chimera. chimera. I, I prefer that chim- that chim- chim- pronunciation. Chim- actually, yeah. Chimera makes sense to me. <laughs> Just like Shelly Helling Henning said on the panel, she said, Girls being badass? That just makes sense to me and I'm like, Yes, pool power, oh, power. Because yeah, this yes. show has seemed like, you know, Jeff is really writing for the females and Kevin Smith asked him, like, where does that come from? Do you have a girl like in a box somewhere and you're like, Give me answers? <laughs> it was oh. really funny. Oh no. You guys have to watch our interviews. They're, they're on AfterBuzz the
5: um, YouTube, and also we tweeted them out. Yeah. But I'm excited to see who or what Donovan is because they had yeah. to pull his teeth out, which was so gruesome. And I saw your tweet about yeah, go to the, the dentist, dentist tomorrow. Oh, no, <laughs>
0: Hopefully that doesn't like,
4: happen. <gasps> well,
1: like, it come makes sense nose. though because you got to pull teeth out in order for another one to grow. Mm-hmm.
4: No, like a shark.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: oh, ooh, Shark Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, yes. guys, come
4: on. <laughs>
1: so um, let's talk about... Tyler and Kira's kiss, and how he's still goofy and makes mistakes, and kind of just throws out there that he loves Kira. So, can you, Lyndon, tell us about maybe from a guy's perspective, maybe the first time you said to a girl that you loved her? What was that like? Was it was it just throwing it out there, kind of running past it like Scott did?
4: No, I think I was I was I was truthfully i think i probably waited till she said it to me for no, really? so i knew that i was safe to say it
5: no um, you were not the to wear your heart or on your sleeve at all no oh.
4: um but i meant it when i said it
5: good oh, um, that's all that matters yeah
4: and yeah
3: do you yeah. think it's ever a mistake to say that you love somebody no, like could it, could no. It i could i don't
4: think that uh, <laughs> they deny you
3: I mean, yeah. Uh, it, I, it, if they reject you, I mean, or if they makes makes your friendship uh run a little differently, yeah. Is I it think ever that, wrong? I
4: think that I think that as you get older, you realize that it's never a mistake to love anybody. Mm. Oh. I think that you, if you attach con- conditions to that, that if you know, if I say I love you, you have to say you love me, then that's mm. a mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think that. Um, I don't I think that that's one of the few things that we have in life, that we have an infinite supply of, mm-hmm. and wow. it just makes the world better. <laughs> that
3: was so, oh, so poetic, <laughs> so
5: great.
4: It's life
3: changing. <laughs> well, I don't know about
4: that, but
5: uh, <laughs> hashtag still in ski love. That's what I was gonna say. Stydia, that hashtag was going around all over the place with Styles and Lydia when yeah. uh, in, when he saw her on the ground and she was in the middle of like dying or mm-hmm. bleeding out. Mm-hmm. That everyone's talking about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I felt like his love for Lydia definitely surfaced in that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's with Malia, obviously, now, and I'm sure he loves her, too, but there's lots of love going around, too. Why love. can't he just love everyone? I mean, he clearly does. He's protected his friends just as much as Scott has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. Because he has such a loving father.
4: Well. <laughs>
1: had,
4: had, that is true. And he had a good mom, too. Yeah. Um, absolutely. A lot of love. A lot of love um, in this room. Yeah. Uh... Yeah.
1: Well, let's talk about what is a mistake. Maybe before
3: before we go from love to mistakes, I just want to say I do. I love Team Wolf, and I love this show, especially having. Yes, like Lyndon come in. I mean, I love it. And another part about this show that I really love is that it's free for anyone (laughs) to download download on iTunes and YouTube and to come watch. And you know how we keep it free is we have sponsors that help support. And so we'd like to give a little message from our sponsor, Mazda. Mazda! Mazda! Mazda. Mazda, Mazda. (laughs) Zoom, zoom! (laughs) Zoom, zoom, Um, zoom. Yeah, I actually drove here in a Mazda, so there you go. Um, I did too. But yeah, does driving matter to you? Because there's over 4 million miles of road in the U.S to find out there's a lot of ground to cover a lot of highways freeways wrong ways long ways and they're all out there waiting to be driven on so do you take that left turn at albuquerque or just keep going do you wake up early sunday morning to beat the, the traffic or do you just take the long winding road home and uh, enjoy the scenic route with all the the wolves running in the background
5: <laughs> <If> driving, <laughs> He's adding that in there.
3: <laughs> if driving matters to you just get out there and drive why because driving matters thank you mazda
5: and
1: Thank you, Mazda. If you're Thank lucky, you, Sheriff Stilinski will pull you over.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Driving yeah. safe matters.
1: So let's get into the mistakes, which is the fact that science I always
4: is- think of the minute work song. That's totally dating myself.
1: Oh, Men at Work song? Yeah,
4: what was that? Can you sing a little bit?
1: It's a mistake!
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I think it was Men at Work. Can you find that? Men
1: at Work, it's a mistake song. I would love to hear it, maybe dance a little bit with uh, Stolen Yeah,
4: yeah. I think the video video back when MTV had music videos, I think it was like an atomic bomb, and you know, it was uh, the whole political thing of like. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We started World War III. It's a mistake.
1: (laughs) Well, I think that's a mistake that the the doctors are making. They are adding science to the supernatural and kind of changing the rules of the world in Beacon Hills. And this immediately made me think of genetically modified organisms. Mm -hmm. Like we're going through the fact that we're manufacturing organs right now in our environment. I like that Jeff has taken this science approach because it's really something that's sort of threatening to our society right now. I mean, how do you guys feel about it?
4: About what part of that?
1: the fact that you know <clears throat> science is do you feel threatened by the future that we're going not only in the show the fact that these doctors are sort of making these genetically modified organi- organisms and like creating their own creatures sort of so like So you mean
5: going against the grain of nature exactly mm-hmm. and that's okay.
1: what, and i feel like we're starting to doing to do that in our society today with plastic surgery uh, and they're also manufacturing GMOs. organs yeah. and plants mm. so that there's enough food for us all to eat i mean just what are your stances on it how do you feel about it we don't have to go into it long-term, but I just like that Jeff really brings these real issues into Team Wolf.
4: I don't... I do not feel threatened by medical advances. Um, if you could grow a new organ that would help somebody, grow yeah. away. Uh, if you could grow a new arm, if you could grow... If I could grow a new ankle, give you me want one. a new ankle? I want <laughs> one badly. Yeah. Um, I don't want to eat genetically modified food. No. I don't get it. I don't know why we're the only first world country in the world that allows this uh, I don't want to uh, I, I think that what okay I guess it, I could have answered a second ago probably better because I was thinking um, I need a genetically modified brain uh, no I, I, I am not afraid of the future of, of the future of science I'm afraid of corporate America and their use of these breakthroughs because right. I don't think I think they care about making money which I'm a, I'm a stock owner so yeah I get it right but there are other things that are more important um have yeah. got very convoluted, and I apologize. Oh, no, we're no, no, no,
0: talking that's, capitalism, exactly, correctly. Yeah, <laughs>
3: you no, know, you, you made an excellent point. I mean, right down that road of there's a certain there's a certain point where science can be beneficial to society, mm-hmm. but for the right reasons. Right, because once you have your intention of helping people mixed up with your intention of making money, profits, a problem. then you start to break down that moral fabric that we're supposed to be riding along. And uh yeah, Jeff definitely is making a, a big statement here about the potential that we have to do good and evil. It all depends on our decisions with the to do. You know, with the knowledge we have. I think that did they come out
0: right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do the Dread Doctors want? What do they're they want? O- they're obviously trying to change Beacon Hills in some way. Are they trying to get the supernatural out by fighting it with these creatures that they've created? Can we talk about that at all? You know, that's what I was
5: thinking is that they were trying to create something that was larger than the supernatural so they could take over and it would, you know, it would be a more powerful society for them, under them. But in the scene where, um, where they're fighting and the Dread Doctors come out and uh, Scott is there and he's actually talking to the Dread Doctors, I felt like that could have been your opportunity to attack or really, uh, you know, attack the head person. So now that confuses me a little in thinking that they're trying to really take over and what are their intentions. I'm a little confused. I'm still very confused, too, because I remember in the scene where there, um, was it Donovan was sitting
1: there and Theo walks in and he mentions how... Um, he didn't pass his sheriff's test because he's angry this that and the other thing and how he's psychologically messed up I feel like they're taking these people and creating them to harm the town not help the town I think but then we don't know
3: well we did uh, see that Malia did some investigating in Tracy's room and found this Uh. book called The Dread Doctor's so maybe there's some answers in there.
1: I hope that there there are answers in there, and I love that Malia is sort of you know taking control of you know who she is and trying to be help the pack. You know, like she went off on her own. She left Styles sleeping because you know he's just exhausted from trying to solve this, <laughs> and she went to you know try to take matters into her own hands. I so, think it's
4: so important to her. What I loved is that in the beginning of that episode, it was so important to her that that everyone believed. That she didn't do this. She did Mm -hmm. not kill this kid Mm -hmm. because you know before, I guess last episode that you know they're like it's her first reaction is hey we should kill this person. Uh, (laughs) You know that's her go to and (laughs) and it was really important that they believe her and and that's you know did they believe her? You know there was a little yeah. So she's trying to. You know, she's trying to make it right.
5: Yeah, she, It seems like she's trying to gather some evidence that yeah. she didn't do it and really um, push the pack forward but at the same time I feel like she's still conflicted because in in the scene where she um, erased uh, who is the desert wolf I feel like she still has roots to her family and right. that makes me feel like she can kind of tether both sides to me. Like I know mm-hmm. right now she is on the side with Scott and his pack but there's so many times that I'm like are you taking your mother's characteristics and are, are you Going to be a threat one, at one point. Who's to know if she's actually going to tell them about the Dread Doctor book? So yeah, just... that's a
1: good point. I guess we will have to wait and see. I know. How I really it?
5: love her, though. I love her.
4: I love Shelly. <laughs> I mean, I do. I think she's uh, she's amazing. She's so funny, and uh, she's she's beautiful. She's funny and she's talented.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoy watching her character. Let's talk about cinema. And the club scene. Which is amazing. (laughs) How the the hell is
4: this going on in my town? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was watching. I was like, an underage
5: All the go-go dancers. (laughs)
4: Bisexual
2: (laughs) who
1: knows.
4: Anything goes. No one uh, everyone is drinking underage and and like underage people working there. And I'm like, what the hell kind of town am I running? <laughs>
1: uh, we still need your help. We, we need you to multiply so that you can really put, you know, this town in, in proper Oh, no, and then I wasn't
4: invited. <laughs> oh, oh, that was I the
5: was I know, main that was, issue. It's
1: the
4: two saddest words in the English language.
5: <laughs> You've <been> invited. No, <laughs> no, it
4: wasn't invited. No, no that's not it. What, what is, is it? it? <sighs> what party?
1: Oh. oh, you're so
4: right. It's <laughs> so true.
1: I'm still waiting oh. for the mistake by uh, what was it?
4: Uh, I think it's Men at Work.
1: Men at Work. Are we working on Men at Work with the mistake? I'm really looking forward to dancing. Didn't they
4: do that? That I'm. I come from a land down under. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
4: So or it might oh, have been. Was,
3: uh, we can dance. With one, two. Yeah. We want to. Yeah. No, that was uh, that was Wang Chung. Was
1: it? I think. Anyway, let's talk about the ships. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm definitely still shipping Stilinski and Melissa McCall. What do you guys feel about Brett and Mason? Is that a possible relationship? I mean, Brett was in this club. And he saved him. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I I could see that, definitely. He had a bigger heart than I thought he did.
1: Mm -hmm. And what about Hayden and Liam? because it seems like she heals so we don't know what she is. She's saving money for something. Hmm. And it seems like she doesn't like Liam but he's trying to fix whatever happened in 6th grade and I I feel like they would be good together and he can help her whatever she's going through. I could see that.
5: I didn't see it in the episode because she's so angry the whole time about her money and her job but I could see
3: that. Well I mean think about this. She is angry. She's spiteful. And I think... Uh, and, and she's
4: she, underage selling alcohol. Oh. Yes.
3: She's a, this is Stilinski talking. <laughs> Not Lyndon. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, she might be a prime candidate for the doctors. You know, she has uh, animosity towards, you know, one of the supernatural characters,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, Liam. So uh, they might be building up her animosities to maybe uh, harness it for fuel to, you know, do the doctor's bidding.
1: Well, That's I my still. Prediction, I
3: like
1: maybe. that. I like that you know they're still showing Scott and still going to school and trying not to drop AP Biology. I hope he doesn't. And it seems but like I, he's, I, so he's so not bummed when he grabbed the paper. I, I like, don't,
3: don't do it. Do it. And so, so was the teacher. teacher. Yeah. She was bummed. Yeah, she, she was,
4: was
5: disappointed.
3: disappointed. What's funny is that after all the death and destruction and craziness we're still like no don't drop AP Biology <laughs> like, it's, it's his still, future yeah, yeah it's still like <laughs> a big but that's deal. what's great about Teen Wolf yeah. is mm. that
4: it's, it's it's still about a kid you know is he gonna make it in AP, AP Biology is he gonna get the girl are they you know are they gonna get together it's it's it's
3: it's real world yeah stuff with, with, anyone with, can relate to yeah yeah
4: exactly. absolutely I remember you know Kevin Costner when, when he did uh, Field of Dreams and Bull Durham and he did them in the same back to back pretty much and everybody said you can't do two baseball movies you know <laughs> together and he goes neither one of them are about baseball Ooh. and so it's like yeah oh, okay. you That's know good. you go it's not it's not it's not a show about werewolves it's a mm-hmm. show about kids who have these extraordinary things are just a little different um very fair yeah Yeah. it's about people it's about relationships it's about it's about people it's about situations it's about uh it's about growing up and it's going through the same things that we all went through growing up and so everybody it's totally relatable
1: Definitely, Absolutely. I like what Melissa says in the end to him saying that, you know, don't shut up all over yourself, that you have the power and you actually care to fix these things so it was just really sweet, that whole mother-son oh, I loved that story I would ship
4: that girl a little bit to yeah. <laughs> with you yeah. put her in the ship with you I would put Melissa in the ship with me oh, my you guys no. are like the
1: best parents of the show we have yeah. to put you guys together I, but you do get Malinsky. slapped Later on in the season by Melissa,
5: so not sure what Maybe you did. That's
4: foreplay.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Well,
5: fans really oh want to see you two get together. That was one of the big questions. I in love my t- Yeah, uh, I love
4: you know Ponzios. Ponzios amazing.
5: Oh you know, well, now we great. have
1: another creature for you to worry about the scorpion, half scorpion, half werewolf. Yeah, one. like
4: we needed a, a new creature. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well. Let's go ahead and get into an interview with you.
4: Oh. What have we been doing? <laughs>
1: Just talking about Team Wolf, but now we want to talk about Linda Ashby. What, okay. What party?
3: What, what party? What party? <laughs> so,
1: what specifically from your childhood would you say contributed to you choosing to be an actor?
4: Hmm. Uh, um, oh, boy, that's... that's uh,
1: Were you making films as a kid? No. Were you even plays?
4: No, Not at all. No, no. Um... I think that it's... I think it's that that thing...
3: I actually saw that you went to uh, you went to college in Durango. I did. That's did where my mom grew up. No way. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, small definitely. world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a small world. Really? Old. Yeah, I was, I was doing a little... You know. how, how was
4: your
3: mom? Yeah, She's, <laughs> she, she's uh, getting married next month. So, uh, right on. He said how old. <laughs> I,
5: uh, yeah, he's avoiding the...
3: <laughs> I'm I'm avoiding that. Uh, yeah,
4: oh. Do you decide.
0: know how
3: old I am? Um, Old enough to kick some ass still i tell you what no i mean
4: it's no big deal i mean i think anyone can go on the internet and see. Sure. I'm, I'm 55 so no kidding is your mom in that ballpark young girl she's
3: she's younger than that okay she's younger you than that yeah definitely and she uh she actually what, she did um the, she was junior miss durango around uh, i think around the time that you were going to college there too i went to, i
4: went to i went to durango in, in 1978
3: sounds about right yeah yep oh. wow, oh. Yes. wow. 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 What,
1: what, what, were you gonna do something else what was your career choice no, at that point no I, I
4: was uh, I went to I went to college and uh majored in business and psychology
3: mm-hmm.
4: and then started doing plays in Durango actually mm-hmm. and that's really where I sort of I've had a, I, it's the most unlikely school in the world to have found <laughs> this, this theater department but there these this guy John Calhoun was there and Ken Bordner and uh they were teaching, and they just—I started doing plays, and and loved it, and sort of just found this thing that I thought I was pretty good at, and and uh, and then I dropped out of college after <laughs> three years, and I went to New York and studied at, at a place called the Neighborhood Playhouse mm-hmm. with a guy named Sandy Meisner. Everyone mm. talks about like Meisner the Meisner thing. technique, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I studied with Sandy, and uh, and uh, I was thinking as a kid. I don't know what would have made me want to be an actor. It's probably a lot of things and stuff that I probably don't want to really talk about right now. But, uh, but uh, I mean, what drives any of us to do anything? It's there's it's it's complex and it's a lot of different things.
5: I and mean, then you've accomplished so much in your acting career. Well, yeah.
4: I paid the bills.
5: <laughs> yeah. You've accomplished so for a much. lot of years. Yeah, uh, I wanted to know: Is there something that you feel like you haven't accomplished yet that you would want to accomplish?
4: Um. Yeah, you know, you always, I, I, I want that great, you know, that, that, you know, that great part, that, uh, that great script, that, 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 you know, um, and then I'm sure if I got it, I'd want another one. <laughs> um, you know, to, to, there's nothing, you know, I just want to do that, that, uh, something amazing. Hmm. Yeah.
5: In theater and movies, TV? Whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. So you and, don't... And,
4: and I tell you something. With Teen Wolf, it's like it's not. I don't consider it my show. I consider well, I consider it. I'm. It is. It's partly mine. Um, but there's so many moving parts, like there are in anything. But it's a really good show. Yeah, it's, this is one that you know that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Um, and which is which is really cool.
1: What's one of your best memories on set?
4: With on Teen Wolf? Yeah. Um, I, you know, like that. <laughs> You're, what? You you, uh, <laughs> I did, and I'm not gonna talk about it. Uh, oh, but it was a good one. Best it moment. was a, um, I don't know.
1: Anything funny happened oh, with, with the styles? Yes. little <laughs> Brian. Yes. Does he prank you?
4: No, but he just send you him, a Father's Day card? <laughs> him and Posey being him and Posey. <laughs> uh, you know, Tyler and, and and Dylan, That those are my favorite moments. Oh. It's just they're, they're hilarious <laughs> when they're not even trying to be.
5: That's the best. Yeah,
3: you know, I had one. I was gonna, you know, I, I, you've done, a, you've done so much. You, you, you've done uh, drama and, and a lot of action and some horror. And I, I just wanted to know what's I mean, what's your favorite genre? You know, to, to work in. If you had to pick, you know, one that's I don't, super I fun. don't,
4: I don't have a favorite genre. Really, I think. Uh, the older I've gotten and the longer I've done this the more I know that it all all is about script mm. it begins and it, look you can fuck up a good movie or a good script but you cannot make a great movie out of a bad script mm-hmm. you just can't yeah um, and it's every time you do something first of all I think any time you get something done it's a miracle so many moving parts have to come together it's like and then you 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 do that, and you and you actually make something that's good. It's like it's lightning in a bottle. I mean, it's just it it doesn't happen that often. Um, and and there are you know there are people on this show that I've you know I've talked to them. You know they they want to leave. They want to and and I think that's always an amazing thing about Jeff, is that when somebody wants to go, he goes. If they don't want to be here, I don't want them to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, doesn't care about contracts, doesn't care about anything. If they don't want to do it he lets them go and do what they want to do and I, and I grab him and I'm just like you don't get it this does, I've done this this is my like fifth series probably mm-hmm. um and y- you don't get great ones very often like you just it doesn't happen mm-hmm. um we can't all be Courtney Thorne Smith <laughs> Which I had to I had to remember Courtney's name. It's like she went from Melrose Place to Ally McBeal to Life, according to Jim or whatever. She like had twenty years of of hit TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't happen like that very often. Mm-hmm. It's like you go, you know, you, you get on these shows and it's and it's and it's you it's this thing that works. And like on Teen Wolf, it's amazing because it's this. It's a family, and we all really like each other. And that doesn't happen mm-hmm. very often. Hmm. Um, you can work with, look, there are a lot, the, the assholes make press. You know, they make, they, they're, they're fun to talk about. But there are a lot more good people in, around that that no one talks about. Yeah. But, but, boy, all it takes is one of those guys to be an idiot, and it can make your day really, really, really.
0: Hmm. I wanted to know,
5: on a, on a personal level, what is something that people would be shocked to know about you? Do you have, like, quirks? Were you, like, the weird kid in high school? Is there something? I
4: was, uh... What would the... Uh, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day. Uh, <laughs> 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 Which was? I, I, I eat toast with almond butter and jelly. Oh,
1: that sounds great. And mm.
4: then... Well, that's not true. I, I do, <laughs> and I I go toast with almond butter and jelly one day granola the next day toast with almond butter and jelly so i go back and forth i never eat anything else um and uh i was a, I was a late bloomer i didn't grow till like i was in probably 10th or 11th grade oh well. yeah that that was weird um
5: it takes guys longer it's yeah. <laughs> it did. Yeah. but it
4: was like all my buddies were like growing and I was like what's
5: hey, going on hey what
4: about me?
1: <laughs> well we are unfortunately out of time Oh uh, well that's
4: gonna be the final thing I talk about
3: No. no! No, okay. well, one, more.
1: Give can, me one more. Can can okay. we know yes. if you were gonna play yes. a, any future role? Do you want to be a rock star? Do you want to play a baseball player?
4: I'd rather be a rock star than a baseball player. <laughs> I can see it. Is yeah. that yeah.
1: a role that you want? Hell yeah! All right. <laughs> do you
3: have any other projects? Uh, you I did,
4: and on? I didn't. I, I just didn't right. do something mm-hmm. um, for personal reasons. Sure, and sure. Uh, hmm. and so right now, no, not not so much. I've got a. Uh, a movie that I'm waiting to see how it turns out called Beta Test, and it's ended. We shot it up in Seattle, Ooh, and, uh, cool. so we'll see what goes on with that.
1: Awesome. Well, where and, can the fans keep up with
4: you? What's your Twitter? Uh, Lyndon Ashby. At, at Twitter Linden Ashby. at Linden, Ashby. No. At Linden Ashby. Well,
3: we'll definitely be keeping up with you for sure. Absolutely. Really, I had a great
4: time. Thank, yes, you for Thank you for
3: coming. Honestly.
1: And you guys can keep up with AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. Make sure you follow us, download, rate, subscribe. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. I am looking forward to the pat going
5: to Ican House next week to talk to Dr. Valick. Oh Ooh. my gosh. You yes. guys can keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag ABTV Teen Wolf and let me know your predictions since we didn't have time to do that. Now, my prediction is something bad's going to happen to Styles, obviously. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you guys can find me at Brittany Baldi on all social
1: media, and I cannot wait to find out what happens to Styles. Aww. It's kind of creepy. Oh, Hopefully he's safe, though.
4: Yeah.
3: All right, guys. Thanks again. I'm Ryan Malady. You can follow me at Ryan Malady and all your favorite social media uh, platforms, and be sure to throw some comments up on YouTube. We'd love to see what you have to say, and uh, we'll be replying back.
1: As one quick prediction, I just wanted to say that Jeff said that all three flashbacks that we see, Lydia's that sees, like, like, Styles in the car wreck, like, all those are going to happen. And I know it! Now.
4: I know they do, and, I, and I've i got some predictions I can give you. Yeah, I, could, uh, yeah, uh, I can tell you what Parrish is, I can tell you what my first <laughs> name is, I can tell you Styles' name, I can <laughs> <say. laughs> tell <Right.
0: laughs> you what...
4: What? <laughs> Styles's <heads>. name? <laughs> Those are just predictions.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. We'll Lyndon. see you. In the
4: I actually don't know Styles's name.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right, guys at home, you can join us next Tuesday at seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time, ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes.